Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. There are two kinds of businesses, Tommy. Yeah, like what? Legal above board businesses that we uh, patronize every day. And illegal businesses. Illegal. Things like selling drugs, gambling, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, sure, the vices. But every once in a while, we see legal businesses start to dabble in that dark world. Hmm. That could be the case with a story just east of us. But one thing is for sure. Yeah. When that legal business decides to try to gain an illegal stream of income, it is just a matter of time before they get busted. Oh. You're hanging out in the break room, Rochester's Classic Rock 96.5, WCMF. Last week, a cocaine crackdown <laughs> in Waterloo. A Waterloo. Led to the arrest of four people. So what happened? So three men and one woman, they were arrested, charged with a whole bunch of stuff, including possession, criminal sale of a controlled substance, drug paraphernalia, amongst other things. Yeah. And it's alleged that some of these suspects worked together and sold cocaine over the course of a few months to undercover officers. So are they selling it out of a legit business? Well, so that's the thing here. Yeah. As part of the raid that led to these arrests, mm. the authorities checked out two places, a home in Waterloo right. and a bar restaurant in Waterloo, hmm. also raided. Now, we don't have many details about what the bar has to do with the raid, who yeah. owns it, if any of these suspects just simply worked there. Right. What is funny, however... Is it is a normal, nice-looking bar restaurant that, Tommy, you would absolutely take your wife to for, like, drinks and dinner. Right, so it looked like they would never be doing anything illegal here. And and, and by the way, we don't know that was the case. Right. It's just yeah. part of the thing. Mm-hmm. It's also funny, it's literally right next to a government building. Damn. Tommy. Yeah. You know, now I'm not suggesting this restaurant is one of these places, right. this bar, right? We have no idea why they were in this thing. However. Yeah. yeah. You know, Tommy, there are some places you can walk into, regular, above-board businesses, mm-hmm. And get some or do some not-so-legal stuff. This doesn't look like one of those places. But these legal businesses we've seen in the past that decide to dabble in the dark side of business. Mm -hmm. It seems like a terrible idea. Well, it doesn't sound like it's going to work out long-term. You know what I mean? Like, if you're going to actually do this, like... On a regular basis, you're going to get caught. Thank you. Like you're saying, where people are walking somebody's into the gonna business. See it. Somebody's going to walk in on something. Somebody's going to see something. Somebody's going to say something. Yeah. There's just too many moving parts. Yes. If you're successful in your illegal yeah. business, inside your legal business, it's just a matter of time yeah. before you're busted. Because, right. Tommy, let's say a bar decides, some hypothetical bar, decides you're going to start selling Coke or whatever mm. from the back room. Mm. To do that, 
You need customers. Yes. Anybody looking for that isn't going to keep their mouth shut Thank about you. It. Yes. It is just a matter of time before someone with a big mouth buys Which something from you. Yep. And they tell someone who tells someone who tells someone that brings the heat down on mm-hmm. you. And that goes for every illicit business. We've seen it a bunch in our area mm-hmm. over the last 30 years with bars, restaurants, and gambling. Yeah. Because I, I just remember like being on the road doing stand-up and being out in the middle of nowhere. And having to get paid by the owner in the back of a bar. <laughs> and the amount of illegal stuff that was in that guy's office. Yeah. That he was just enjoying himself. And it's and it's, you know, open knowledge too. It's oh, not people like, brought it to him. Yep. Like even if you're not somebody that's interested in that stuff, you know what's going on back yeah. there. There were three comedy clubs in my career. Mm. That tried to pay me in Coke. Yeah. And I've never done Coke. I was too scared to do it. I'm not judging you if you did Coke. And but just the fact that they just were offering it to anybody. No, Leah, we will pay you in Coke. And the guy's like, I'll give you more Coke. Than you could sell it if you want. I'm like, mm-hmm. no, I don't want to. I don't want to sell cocaine. <laughs> All three of those places were closed within the year uh, of them yeah. offering For that me the reason? cocaine. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm assuming so, okay. right? I mm-hmm. mean, like, you're dealing Coke out of the but back But sometimes, room. like, before they pay you, they want to hang yeah. out with you. Yeah, yeah. So, like, you would be sitting there with another guy. Right. And he'd break out some stuff on the table. Hey, let's have some fun first. And I'm like, well, I got to get paid. And I've also never really tried that. <laughs> Okay. Well, and it's funny to me too because the people that do enjoy oh, this enjoy stuff yeah. and and getting whatever illegal thing you like in this way, if you really wanted it to continue, you keep your mouth shut, right? Yes, like yeah. you don't tell everybody, mm. and it kind of goes for like. A lot of the illegal pot shops that we talked about. That's like, a that perfect closed, example. Especially like within the last few years, like I was always surprised how open people were about talking about it. Because I'm like, well, if you're telling me that, it means mm-hmm. you're telling everybody else that, which means eventually it's going to get to somebody oh, who sure. cares. But there's a yeah. further problem that people just run in their mouths yeah. when it comes to these bars, restaurants, doing illegal stuff in their legal business. Kimmy, I mean, if you're running a business, and we'll use the uh, unlicensed pot shops yeah. as an example. You need people to buy your illegal substance for mm-hmm. you to make money. Yeah. And you want to grow your business. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. So, so you need more customers. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Even if you don't have a big mouth person that's going to blow you mm-hmm. in, yeah. in the pursuit of more customers, you're going to blow yourself yeah. in. Yeah, eventually. You're gonna, you're, there's going to be an undercover cop walking into your business. I mean, it seems like the safest way to do illegal business through illegal business would mm-hmm. be the backroom gambling. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's where the loudmouth buries you. Mm-hmm. But everything else, you need to attract more people. Right. And eventually, you're going to attract someone who does something stupid, says something stupid, and it's over. Yeah. Right? And what's even more remarkable about like the story we have here, and again, we don't know if this bar that was raided in this uh, cocaine, it sounds like conspiracy thing yeah. here, had anything to do with it. But- in a small town? Oh, yeah. Attempting something like that, which is even more strange, Tommy, because we've been to a lot of bars in small towns that do exactly but that's, this. But all my stories were always in small towns, in the middle of nowhere, in the Midwest, and it was always the same type of guy, too. He was just the friendliest, funniest, nicest owner guy. And then you'd go in that back room, and he'd have everything, every kind of debauchery. Mm-hmm. And the funniest thing is when you knew you were in trouble when he had to move his pistol off the table. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> he'd always go, they'd always go, oh, oh, Jesus, I didn't know I had this out here. Let me put oh, this away. Right. And all he would do is just put it on a yeah. shelf behind his head, and the barrel would be pointing towards the the group, yep. just sitting on a, yep. on a thing, and you're waiting to get paid. Bro, he's right. I, mean, I forget that other people haven't lived like this. Yeah. <laughs> it understand. was kind of fun, though, at times, though, too. Ah, uh, well, no, when there maybe wasn't Maybe just a... got used to it. Well, I... <laughs> I tried I some things I would have never tried. Okay. 
He's not talking about hang gliding. No, but it was the first time I ever had like legitimate, like straight up moonshine. Like out of like that, they did oh, jar. Yeah, that's not scary. No, when you, you go blind. When you drink it, it's scary. <laughs> when you had three other things with this guy. No, but like, no, you made a, the perfect point. It's mm. never the people you expect no. that have this stuff that they're running they're out of. They're just outgoing room. fun dudes. And I think that's the most shocking part about it is your guard gets put down, mm. right? And when that offer comes, that's what makes it jarring. Because yeah. those three examples I told you, every single one of them is exactly what you described. Fun, laid back, cool guy, back room, gun, coke, pot. Yeah. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! Add it all into the mix. Yes. So when it comes to the person that will run their mouth, mm. that gets these legitimate businesses in trouble for dabbling in illegal business, mm. the biggest problem with that is not, these people aren't looking out for you trying to grow your customer base. Right. It's people wanting other people to think they're cool. Because Tommy, you've said in the past mm. that folks love to connect themselves to a safe amount of crime. Yes. Yeah. For example... There are restaurants in this town that people to this day oh, yeah. love to brag. Mm, connected. Mob connected, yeah, baby. Buddy. And 40 years ago, maybe they were mob connected. Mm. Right? I mean, it's kind of badass back then, I guess, eating your pasta for jewel there. Mm. But now it doesn't mean anything. No, not really. But people want to be tied to that world so much. Well, the gl- the they glamour want to be part t- of it. Tied to it generations ago, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But the same thing goes for the gambling and the drugs. Like maybe you don't do it, but if you hear they sell fill in the blank out of the back room of this place, mm-hmm. and, and then in the Facebook world we live in, if you let one loudmouth mom oh, you're done. get a hold of that info, <laughs> you are done. You won't believe what I saw in the back of fill in the blank restaurant. Kimmy will be reading that <laughs> on the air for where they whine in next week. No. Oh. Yeah. And, and, like, sure, the money is good. And, yes, the competition could be zero. But the second you start doing something like this out of a legitimate business, you've started to lock yourself in handcuffs. Yeah. Yeah, true. But why do so many people do it? It's got to be the lord of that side money, man. And the fun. Is it the side money or is it wanting to look like a big shot yourself? I think that's, I think that's, all, I think that's part of the fun, being a big shot. Okay. Mm-hmm. Does everyone have a drug dealer fantasy, a gambling den fantasy? How could you not with, with the movies you've seen over the years? I mean, they glamorize it. I've never had a drug dealer fantasy. No. Well, like, I'm the drug dealer? Yeah, I've never had that. Mm. I'm, like, I've had a bank robbing fantasy. I mean, I guess it would be cool to like run like a back den casino in some bar. Yeah. That would be fun, right? With like a like an eye hole and there's like a code <laughs> yeah. word to get in. But I've never wanted to deal drugs. And you never had a comedy fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> Kimmy, have you had a drug dealer fantasy? No. Well, I don't think girls that no. go that direction. What, drugs? I mean, no, like, does the, drugs. like a female drug dealer. <laughs> everybody does drugs. Listen to the break room, six to ten. Worst children's book ever. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, mean, I think about it. I mean, I can't imagine like a woman having a I'm a drug dealer uh, fantasy. No, it's more of a no, macho thing. But like in thing. the movies, though, I mean, they do make it look like a glamorous lifestyle. Say hello to my little friend. Freeze, turkey. No, but now that you no, I mean, up. like women are involved in all those movies too. Yeah, like, but they're, they're usually. usually I, I could see. <laughs> they're I, usually in a guy's lap. I mean, it's they're not portrayed don't well. I thought mine was better. You could have not gone there. The, and don't no, do that. You're on the camera. No, same oh, with I'm like. I'm just saying. I'm waving flags. Stop flies. watching the live stream now, everybody. And by stop. the way, like they literally had a light or a, a, like you know shows and movies dedicated to like mob wives, right? Like, yeah, but that's they're again, something they're that not, a, like women. I could see some women may fantasize size about all that. Right, all right. But usually um, they get the raw end of the deal even worse than the guys. You know what I mean? No, that's fair. I but see what you're saying. Going down that road, like you talk about movies that glamorize drug dealing drug, and yeah. stuff. 
every one of those movies ends terribly yes, for the protagonist. Did, Name me a single drug dealer movie where right. he retired, walked away, and everything worked out great. That's why you got to watch him in reverse. <laughs> no, but like it doesn't make he sense. He starts out as a choir boy. <laughs> It doesn't make sense why we would have the drug dealer fantasy. Because like you think about Scarface, you think yeah. about Goodfellas, you think about The Godfather, right? All of those movies end terribly. But all those characters had a certain amount of charm to them at certain points in the movie. Like you kind of liked that person until they went, you know. But but then if you ever have seen or known like a drug dealer in real life, mm-hmm. It's they're just dealing out of a sketchy garage somewhere. Like it only takes like one experience in real life to be like, oh, never mind. That's true. That's not what I thought it was. Can I tell you a funny story? Sure. Yeah. So when I was like 14, 15, right, uh, there's this kid and this kid was just a douche. Mm -hmm. Went to another school. We used to play basketball against each other. I hated this kid. But one of my buddies like, yo, you know, he's a drug dealer. What? Yeah. Yeah. He's a drug dealer. Holy Not God. as cool as you thought they were. Well, so, all right, so he's going to, we couldn't find pot anywhere. Okay. Right? So he's going to sell my buddy some pot. And I'm like, oh, man. And I had an expectation in my head of what a drug dealer was. And I think he was like a year or two older than us. So I expected we would, like, meet up with him. He Stacks would, like, of cash. Yeah, he would, like, open up his <laughs> trunk. There would be all this cash. There would be, yeah. like, a metal briefcase full of, like, any drug you can think of, right? <laughs> we show up at Basil Morella Park in Greece. <laughs> Right. Where was it? Basil Why would you go Park. to a public place? Because right. we're 14, okay. 15, right. idiots. How old is this kid? So he's like 16, 17. Right. My buddy could drive at the time. Right. So we pull in there, and he's there in his car, and he like we pull up to him, and he's like, oh, you got stuff? Yeah. <laughs> so we get out, and he opens up his trunk. Mm-hmm. And it's just a Ziploc bag with like yeah. a little bit of pot in it. Yeah. And he goes, all right, how much you want? My boy's like, uh, da, da. <laughs> He goes, all right, I don't have any baggies. He takes... <laughs> He takes out of his pocket. No, no, well, he bare hands the pot. He yeah. takes the plastic off the bottom of a cigarette box. You mm-hmm. know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That they wrap them in, puts it in there, and like twists it and gives it to my buddy. There and I was you like, go. This was the yeah. most disappointing yeah. drug yeah. deal I've ever witnessed in my life. Got too glitzy. Kids just trash. Yeah. He doesn't even have bags. Oh, yeah. <laughs> From that moment on, I vowed I'd never be a drug dealer. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 